Welcome to Trail Mix, where Mary and Jody sort through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Mary Tomlinson and Jody Dreyer, who met when their paths crossed as Disney executives, are now advisors, speakers, and authors, and I'm excited to say podcasters. They can't wait to share life stories and experiences, insightful and practical takeaways, encouragement, and you can always count on full-out honesty and lots of laughs along the way. Ready for some Trail Mix? Let's mix it up with Mary and Jody. We definitely, Mary, have learned a lot from our years with the mouse. Absolutely. Working for the main mouse, oh haven't we? Oh, my goodness. And I, feel, I mean, I've been gone now 20 years, and there are still things that are just ingrained within me, both personally and professionally. So it'll be fun to talk about this today. Well, and sometimes, too, they spring up. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some that we learned in Disney traditions when you first started. And I feel you're absolutely right. They come become a part of your DNA. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was getting trained for guest relations and they talked about the two finger point, you never oh, want to yes. use point at somebody with one finger because mm-hmm. it's rude and you're pointing at them <laughs> instead of two fingers directing those kinds of things. That's funny. You know, they're just ingrained. But right. then every once in a while, I think there's more subtle things that you, they weren't taught in traditions. You just pick them up along the way and there you are living your life mm-hmm. and all of a sudden something flashes so for right. me they're they're in two kind of categories mm-hmm. y- you know those those ones that oh my goodness they were just part of making magic right right that we had to know yeah so, and i was yeah i've been surprised at how many of what was taught and learned and lived out Obviously, I can apply that to all of my business clients. Um, it was funny, when I first left Disney 20 years ago, the first person who contacted me for work was a woman I was going to church with who was the HR director at a local hospital. And she said, well, you just left Disney, right? Yeah. Um, we need customer service training, and Disney does it great. So could you develop that? And I thought, uh, sure. And uh, off we went. So, you know, there, there's a lot that is instantly applicable uh, in work. Um, but I guess I've been surprised over the years at the how it also applies to our personal lives. Oh, interesting. Give me an example. So I think, you know, Disney, it was all about the guest. It was everything was about the guest. And caring for your guests, uh, knowing who they are, knowing what's important to them, knowing what they expect so you can meet expectations. But then ultimately, how do you exceed expectations and anticipate what they might want or need? Well, Mm. you know what? That's in our personal lives all the time. Our our daughter's birthday was recently and we were going to go to her house and bring food. And I thought, okay, I know she is crazy busy with three children, so I'm going to meet expectations like we're bringing the food, but I'm going to exceed expectations and anticipate what she wants by bringing paper, you know, birthday paper plates, uh, napkins, candles for the cake, matches for the cake, balloons just to blow up and throw around the room to make it more festive. So it was not just meeting expectations, but exceeding 
build in a little bit of your favorite word, celebration, and wow. Um, and so that was a principle at Disney, but it applies to our personal lives as well. Right. Or, or one of my favorite is making magical moments and it isn't magic. So one of my favorite Walt Disney quotes was that there is no magic in magic. Hmm. It's all in the details. Mm -hmm. And I think there's so much truth to that. People, I used to always say, people make magic. When I worked in guest relations and we would handle a lot of the guest comments, it was interesting to me, you think, okay, people are coming to Disney for all the attractions and the cool, you know, dining experiences and the entertainment and the fireworks and the over 75% of the guest comments were about interactions with people mm -hmm. and how people mm -hmm. made magical moments. Mm -hmm. And so it's very intentional. I think that's what you were saying about Sarah's birthday party. Right. You, you had to be thoughtful about it. And I used to always think of the peas. And when I was leading a team, we would talk about the plan. I read one time, what was it? Eleanor Roosevelt said, oh my goodness, I have to think of her quote. It was something like, um, wanting and wishing is not winning. <laughs> it takes as much energy to wish as it does to plan, uh -huh, uh -huh. which I think is so true. And you know me, I, I love a good plan. <laughs> I love a checklist. I love a plan. I love order. Now you have to be flexible uh -huh. and you have to seize those moments but think if Disney didn't have a plan mm -hmm. for what was happening. Right. I mean, they know the fireworks. They know the experience that they're going to try to deliver. Again, right. you have to expect the unexpected, but there somewhere has to be a plan for making magic. Right. So that, I think, is a huge life lesson that, to your point, is both business and personal right is just to be present and thoughtful and notice things mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. you yeah know. you mentioned kind of attention to detail I always think of the terminology I don't even know if this was a Disney one but it is everything speaks so it's it's and this is another one that applies both to work environments and personally so when I'm working with an organization and we talk about everything speaks, it's like, okay, let's park where your customers park. Let's walk up to the main door where your customers walk up. And I can't tell you how many times, you know, that entryway is dirty or the plants are dead. Um, and, it, and it's to say, you know, everything speaks. And then I apply it to my world personally. And I think about having people come over to the house and it's the same thing it's like okay I'm gonna go outside and I'm gonna walk in my front door which I never do what's it look like out there you know if someone's walking into my house what are the things that they see I mean you almost have to do the five senses 
um, you know, what is their experience and how can I think through every detail and know that everything speaks. And, and this is one of the things that you do so well. So whenever Bill and I go to Jody's house, Jody is so sweet because she knows we're coming and she has all of these kind of pictures around her house. Well, I know that when we go, she pulls out all the pictures of us and them and that's what's displayed. And it's just a thoughtful way of everything speaks of feeling welcomed of feeling that celebrated um but those that's another one of those lessons learned that I use personally and professionally interesting well you mentioned my favorite word celebrate Mm -hmm. and my friend Julie that uh I know from Young Life and we have this uh discussion oftentimes that how, you know, we, is it big and important and worth celebrating because it's noticed and you make it that way, or then sometimes there's things that are naturally built in. So ironically, I love to celebrate, but I'm not a big birthday. Oftentimes, and I think this was part of growing up, you know, my mom would always laugh and say, I was the one that had a hard day on the day you were born. I should be celebrated. She would tease us. (laughs) It's true. And yeah, exactly. And so we would celebrate. It was a happy birthday and you'd get a cake or something, but we weren't the people that just the whole day was about you and whatever. And then oftentimes it was the non-birthday as Alice in Wonderland, happy unbirthday to you, that would be a spring up cause for celebration. So I think Mm -hmm. I have, I've been raised that way, but I definitely put an exclamation point on it working at Disney because I remember, you know, Mary, when you were in the tour and travel side, remember how we'd come up with these celebration sometimes they'd even go on longer than a year and we'd celebrate like some random random anniversary or number mm-hmm. you know we hit the 100 millionth guest plus 10 or something and we'd celebrate <laughs> it and it just made me laugh right right that you know we'd turn something that might be somewhat routine into a huge celebration. And I think there's a huge life lesson in that as well. Well, and you mentioned the word huge. I think one of the life lessons I took away was to dream big and to innovate big Mm. and to do things that no one has ever done before or would even dare to do. I remember the first time we had one of those anniversaries and the decision was made that we were going to have a 10,000 person press event. And it's like, you have got to be kidding me. And I was in charge of finding hotel rooms for all of these people. So it required an enormous collaborative partnership with you know, tons of hotels in the area, way beyond just the Disney property to house that many people. And you think about the logistics of moving that many people, feeding that many people, wowing that many people, giving that many press people access to Disney people to talk about what was going on. When it first came up, I was scared to death. I just thought, there is no way. But we did it. 
I mean, the, you know, the organization dreams big and then logistically, to your point, plans it down to the nth detail. I can't tell you how many meetings we had where we all would get in a room and go, okay, we're going to start at the very beginning again. What happens when they take their first step off the airplane? What happens when they take their second step off the airplane? And we went through that scenario multiple times and every time we did it we went oh we hadn't thought about that what happens if it rains what happens if somebody's luggage is lost it, it we just had to continue to do that kind of work but it it always inspired me and helped me realize that you can dream dream big you can do great things. It takes a lot of planning, um, but that that was a real lesson learned about you know don't be afraid to dream big. Well, and your part in it. I mean, you really did spearhead that. I remember in meetings where you'd stand up and you'd be leading the meeting. And the thing too that I think that teaches you is yes, there were a lot of people involved. So teamwork. I think mm-hmm. teamwork was a huge Disney learning for me, but also individually. One of my favorite, I know you tease me about my favorite Disney character quotes and things. Every once in a while you have to say, you know, Jody, these characters aren't real. <laughs> but I will say the animated films and things that happen, I think they are true to form. So my favorite one about that is from Snow White. And Snow White, I don't know if you remember, but she says, Remember, you're the one who can fill the world with sunshine. And I think Disney really taught me that. that Mm -hmm. Because sometimes things seem big and you feel, okay, I'm just one person. Mm -hmm. And I think what my time at Disney, whether I was in entertainment, dancing in the parades, or guest relations and taking tours and then getting into other roles at the studio or corporate or that you can make a difference and being a part of a team yes there's always a lot of people usually involved for Mm -hmm. a big idea to come to fruition or something to happen but you can also play a key role in that part and on a day-to-day basis, something that you do individually can really impact somebody else and can be a catalyst to move that forward. And I think that was a huge life lesson that I'm sure, you know, anytime you join a team or a company, you probably learn that to some extent. But I think Disney, we learned that on steroids. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, And that touches on kind of my favorite Walt quote that I use all the time in client presentations and talking about this very issue. And that is, he said, you can dream, create, design the most wonderful place in the world, but it requires people to make it a reality. And Mm -hmm. this quote to me applies to every business that's out there. You can have a great product, you can have you know, great systems and processes, but it's the people Um, and that everybody has to come together. It is a team effort. um, And, you know, we all have to kind of keep our eye on the vision and work together to create it. So that one 
always, um, it, it's just, just such a good reminder <laughs> that it right. can, every, everything you do can be beautiful and fancy and up to date and latest technology. But at the end of the day, it's the people that make it a reality. Yeah. Well, and even when you're talking leadership and hiring, there's so many available jobs and hiring. And I just get nervous that people are quickly just getting anybody to do anything. And, you know, one of the things at Disney that was so big was about hiring tough so you could manage easy Mm -hmm. (laughs) and really being thoughtful. And sometimes it's not even somebody is a good cast member or a bad cast member. It's just remember how we would talk and the vocabulary was about it was casting for a show right and you had a role in the show and this mm-hmm. was whether you were in marketing or corporate or entertainment mm-hmm. that you were casting for your part mm-hmm. <clears throat> and yep. I think of that a, a lot because you don't just want to fill the team you need to make yeah. sure you have all the positions filled with the right person using sports analogies you know you need the coach and you need the team manager and the equipment manager and then the offensive players and defense and you know it just takes the right team member and then learning the plays and executing the plan becomes so much easier because you're deploying people to do what they're really built to do and you of course the queen of purpose know that better than than anyone but i think disney was a great example of that because for a long time and i haven't read this in the last couple years but i assume it's still true walt disney world specifically in florida was the largest single site employer Mm -hmm. in the united states Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of people at any given moment being deployed (laughs) you know to various things so you really have to be mindful about the you know big yet small which is another disney learning like how do you think big yet then bring it really down and think local what's happening so you have to think global and then local as well yeah and when you think about hiring you know the other thing that I learned there that I've used a lot is that you hire for attitude and you train for skill because it is very hard if not impossible to train somebody to have compassion to have joy to have empathy to have passion for their job. (laughs) And, you know, there are studies out there that show that organizations, you know, when they ask them, okay, would you rather be fully staffed and have another way to think about it is kind of A players, B players, and C players on your team, you're fully staffed. Or would you rather have A and B players and be short staffed? And overwhelmingly people say, I'd rather have A and B players and be short staffed. I'd Mm -hmm. rather have the right people. Skills are important, um, but attitude trumps (laughs) because you can train. You can train. And that uh, how people act toward other people is a representation of your brand. And if somebody is uh, snarling or grumpy or just irritated or just there, um, you know, spending time, that says a lot about your company. And right. So, and attitude isn't necessarily 
a personality? Because people say, oh, is everyone at Disney all happy, clappy, and up? And actually, no. You know, somebody that works in a backstage area that's really focused on details and, you know, paperwork and, and doing all of the back-of-the-house things that have to get ready for the show to go on, they're going to have a different but the attitude is going to be the same of getting the job done and quality and excellence, those kinds of things right. versus I think people confuse it with, especially when you're talking about Disney, with personality type. No, it's not extrovert versus introvert, but it is, you know, how you get along with others and, um, you know, why you're there, um, that you care about the guest because no matter what, position you're in at Disney your role is still to care about the guest um so yeah absolutely and and it's funny so um, almost everybody in my family actually um has been at Disney for some time period so Bill worked there my son David and his wife worked there on the college program my daughter worked there on the college program so I asked all of them I said okay so what are your life lessons so this is kind of interesting because they were different um, than mine, but I love them. And I love the fact that everybody took away something different. So Bill, um, my husband said, um, one of his life lessons was just thinking about the child eyes of wonder when they would see Disney for the first time and to, um, embrace that, uh, philosophy to life, you know, do you have a sense of wonder, um, for each Okay. Day? Before you go on, I have to say, I wrote that down because I wanted to say one of my favorite oh, Walt go. quotes was that's the real trouble with the world. Too many people grow up. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and I said, there's Perfect. something about, so Bill tapped into what Walt was doing for there sure. There you go. He's that something he's brought with him. And then, so then my daughter-in-law, and again, I think I've shared her story that, you know, she, her parents have always been big Disney people, timeshare, going several times a year for the last 35 years. Um, and she met David there. Um, and so then they dated long distance for six years and have been married for 12 or 13 and she and so she is huge into Disney she still loves 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 Disney all the time so here were her never stop dreaming it's okay to dream big live in the moment it's okay to get lost in a fantasy your happily ever after is out there it's okay to be young at heart it's okay to enjoy the moment and be in awe of the moment. So she still has done such a wonderful job of embracing, similar to your quote, that the eyes of a child, the sense of wonderment, when a lot of us kind of grow up and go, okay, we're done with that. And she's like, no, it's, it's still such a good thing. And then David said, be true to yourself. Let the negative go and focus on the magic and the good. Pay attention oh, I to, like that. Yeah, pay attention to the details, again, because that's what people will remember. We've talked about that. Uh, good customer service can turn any situation toward a positive. And we've talked about this. No matter what your role is in a company, everyone is responsible for picking up the trash and keeping things clean. That was definitely a lesson we all learned in traditions, which was our orientation um, that, you know, the question was, so who around here picks up the trash? And, and the answer was 
everybody. If you see trash, you pick it up. And um, so he has obviously carried that with him and applies it to his everyday as a teacher. Right, right. No, it's, it's a huge, again, and it's interesting that Kathy, a lot of hers is guest experience along with working there. Mm -hmm. And oftentimes when you see something as a participant, but then all of a sudden, if you're back in the house, you sometimes the magic wears off. So what's fascinating to me and says a lot about Disney is people that have pulled back you know, the curtain still find magic now as a guest, mm -hmm. even yeah. though they know that the magic behind the magic is hard work and planning and people. Right, right. So there is this sense of wonder. So I guess my hope, you know, in all that we've talked about today is that we, we really enjoy these life lessons from the mouse that we still remember after all these years. Um, so it is a wonderful um, opportunity to explore this. And as we think about our sense of wonder and we think about magic and celebration, um, enjoy it with a bowl of trail mix. And don't forget the chocolate. Or the popcorn. You can find all of our trail mix episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. We would love you to rate and give us a review. And follow us on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Look for Trail Mix Pod with a picture of Trail Mix. To learn more about us, check out our new website, trailmixpod.com. It was great to have you. Thanks for listening to Trail Mix, sorting through life's fruits, sweets, and nuts. Keep mixing it up. And remember, life is nuts. So don't forget the chocolate or the popcorn. Mm -hmm.